If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, hello, and welcome everybody to Chalkcast episode number 62. This is a very special episode. And Okay, I'm just too excited about it. This is a very special episode because seven hours ago, Rocket League made the biggest tweet that they've ever made. They actually have a Lewis Hamilton collab in the item shop. Yes! That's what we've been waiting for. (laughs) Woo! And it's blue and purple (laughs) and yellow, and it looks awesome. Does it actually have anything related to Lewis Hamilton? No, uh, but well, way, it's like a helmet or something. No, following uh, of his. It's a, it's a I decal. don't see him anywhere. No, I don't see him either. But it's a decal that matches his Fortnite skin. Come Wait, on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> He's a, he is physically in Fortnite. Well, not you know, not actually. Um, him, but like, he is an AI AI generated model of him in Fortnite, which has right. a skin. And then I'm the saying decal, the crossover. Then the decal matches. Yep. yep Rocket yep. League racing. You can be Lewis Hamilton. Hop in his car, you know everything's <laughs> happening. Bit of you know they're gonna have the people hopping in the cars. Rocket League racing and Rizzo's gonna be a professional Rocket League racer as a track mania yes. player. He's yeah. been practicing. Yes. Exactly, I've been practicing a lot. We, you know we're gonna have people hopping in the cars, but actually today during this stream we're gonna have people hopping in this call as well. We have Patreon members ready and waiting, and they have questions that are they're just they're just dying to ask us. They've been waiting forever. And I honestly, genuinely have no idea what to expect. Um, they could ask us uh, just about anything. We might, you know, if they ask yeah. us something stupid, we might kick them from the call. But if they ask us something good, we could talk about it. <laughs> Look, I hopped I down know. there as well just before. And, and these guys are, they're, 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 I told you guys, they're like caged animals. You know, we've had 60 odd episodes of this this podcast and they've been watching, they've been listening to the worst takes ever from us, from us three who are not known for our best best opinions. But <laughs> Yeah, hopping down there now. They finally get their chance to come out and and just let us know. It could be anything as well. This isn't just a you know. This isn't just a roast the chalk. This isn't just an interview. This could be a. They might have a talent for us. We don't really know what's going to happen, but basically, <laughs> we're just going to give the patrons um, and our large men in particular their their time in the sun, and maybe we'll find a fourth you know permanent host from this who knows it could yeah. be a regular thing um or we could never do this again if it goes terribly so we're excited for this one yeah is this uh so we're, it's still open to more people being added i believe i think there's a, a q skip system in place for large men if i'm not mistaken um if people want to jump in and are we going to go down the list to big the the way is it big yeah, the big men and the wee men as well um <laughs> no, if, <we>. if, if, <laughs> The large men are exhausted. Yeah, we, if we, yeah. Uh, by the way, anybody who doesn't know our, our Patreon subscription tiers are a little man, big man, and large man. 
So large man being they were the they largest. were like placeholders that we never changed. They yeah, just they became permanent, way. and that's that's the that's the value of chalkcast is a lot of stuff that's here is actually a placeholder. I'm actually <laughs> not even supposed to be here. I'm just I'm still <laughs> a placeholder. <laughs> yeah, we're all placeholder hosts. Wait till you find out who the real ones are. Down the line. Um, yeah, so it's going to be exciting. It's people asking we're going to talk RLCS today. Look, we might. It's up to the patrons, really. Whoever we get in. Yeah. And I think they will because, you know, as I said, I've been talking to them down there and I'm very excited. In particular, I think our first man, um, first cab off the rank will be Rise's dad slash B Thomas. He's called himself Rise's dad. And for a while, I thought it he might has, have actually yeah. been Rise's dad. I thought for a while too, yeah. No way. I didn't think for a second, to be honest. <laughs> he could be a big fan. Anyway, I think I'm ready. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Let's meet some of the I'm patients. I'm ready. Let's, let's get somebody in here. Let's get them to ask right a in. question. Rise is dead, a.k.a. B. Thomas. What's going on? How you doing? Oh, my God. It's happening. It's happening, it's happening and buddy. it's real. Do you, but, <laughs> you got a question for us? What are, you, what are you wondering? What's on your mind? I do. I do. And I would just, I would just like to say a, just a word to each one of you first. Okay. Um, That's fine. Johnny boy, I'm not 100% sure, but I'd like to congratulate you on not being the oldest person in the call for once. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm 32. Um, so is that confirm it? Yeah, yeah. Th I'm, uh, I'm 33 as of September. Ooh. So congratulations. <laughs> You've got me. Old, oh, old, bo old boys in the call. <laughs> That's right. Could be Roz's dad. I'll take it back. Keep going. Yep. That is, that is <laughs> correct. Uh, CJ, I just have to let you know that every time I listen back to your call in Zen's final shot in the world championships, it does bring a little tear to my eye. You did a very good job. Thank you. Thank you. That was <laughs> nice. And then lastly for Rizzo, um, you are the biggest epic shill there's ever been, and I prefer your dad's stream. Thank you. That means a lot. That means a lot to us. Oh, Thank you wait. so much. Like, you really got hey. a good stream, unironically. Uh... Check it out. Rizzo's dad. No problem. No, no problem, Debop. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anywho, um, my question or more uh, proposition is: um, I listened to uh, not the Yummy episode, but the one prior, and the one thing I'm wondering is: we left off with the idea of league play being um, brought back into Rocket League. And I wonder if there's a way where we can basically model league play after um, European football, where each region has its own um, domestic league. And then you could, I wonder also if you could bring in sort of like a Champions League where um, regions play sort of like a home and an away game in a playoff format for the best teams. I just wonder. So, I know. I I know. Pros have said that playing away ping is terrible and they hate it. But given the state of Rocket League and where it's been recently, I wonder if that's something that could be amenable to all the parties. Ping is ping's a tough one. That's a totally different. That's like two. I I would separate those personally because uh, some connections are kind of playable across servers. Some of them are really not. Uh, like uh, mm -hmm. you know, different sides mm -hmm. of continents make it. You know, totally different. There's a recent guy, Diaz, has popped up, a Brazilian player who plays US East with like 88, 92 ping. That's a lot easier than some of the other Brazilian players who play with like 140, for example. So, you know, everybody would mm -hmm. just have to, mm -hmm. I guess if that was the place, everybody would have to move to like the, the best 
like all server location it would be that would be really really hard but for your first point about the, the league play uh following like european football leagues so in the in europe every like nation has its own football league uh system and the top leagues teams all play against each other in the champions league so is that kind of what you're suggesting like the french rocket league scene would have its own league in the uk scene the german scene etc etc and then all the best teams from each league would go to uh, a finals kind of stage well, I would say that I'm uh, so I'm relatively new in Rocket League. I've been playing a little over a year now and I've been following the pro scene like I, I do love it. Uh, I I love all of CJ's takes with all of his what Rocket League can be on the highest level. But I don't know if each individual country has enough teams to make that a viable setup. So I was thinking more along the lines of just like European, N.A., Sam. Mina. Ah, I see. So, like, all of those regions have their own domestic leagues um, where they have, you know, a top 16. Everybody plays each other twice. Um, it sort of um, holds those. So, like Rise had said, that when Vitality and K-Corp play each other every other week, and it, and it sort of diminishes the value of that, you know, derby, as you would say. Um, you only do it once here, once there, it's spread out. And then um, the sort of, as I said, Champions League format, that would um, allow bigger teams from different regions to play in. Maybe, I mean, maybe that could be the, you know, the land setup. Right. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, I see, I see what you mean. That's interesting. I mean, the okay, the yeah, ping would make it very, very difficult with how Rocket League is right now to do it like between regions. But I mean, if if everything's regional online until uh, you know you go onto onto LAN, it's I mean that's like kind of like what it was before the open system. There was just a league, uh, and you know what that did. Uh, you know, the, we can only really compare the past to what's currently in place, the open system. It kind of acted like a uh, a filter, so it, there was only a set number mm -hmm. of teams that could. Uh, you know, move up a level, move down a level. And, uh, you know, one year on from the league going open, all of pretty much all the top teams except Vitality in Europe were completely different. They'd all changed. There are some players that stuck around, but so many players just immediately got replaced by players who are more deserving better than them because there was no longer that kind of like protection, the buffer of the, you know, promo relegation. I don't know if that would happen mm -hmm. again now that we've had that happen once. I think the top teams are more deserving now. They are actually very good. So, uh, yeah, you probably wouldn't have it happen to that level of extreme. But my question, I don't want to go too deep with this, but my question is, is it really a bad thing that we get to see, uh, you know, KC Vitality a lot? Because it, it, some people say it's a bad thing. We see it too much. It's less important. We see it every every two weeks. I don't know if it necessarily is a bad thing. I don't know if, it, if, uh, if I would agree. I like seeing them play a lot personally. Um, that might just be a matter of opinion, but that would be my question to the panel is, is it a bad thing? Because mm -hmm. when it's used as an argument, um, you know, it's kind of just presented as fact when I don't actually think it's a fact that it's a bad thing they play as much as they do. You know, maybe maybe there could be a uh, a balance, but you know, I don't think league play is just like a blanket better thing. But yeah, what, what do you guys think? Is I it bad people, that they play too much? Um, I think people forget the league play sort of dead rubber weeks where there were just yeah. bad teams playing or they couldn't qualify. And <laughs> you, you really didn't want to watch. Um, people remember the good times of league play where it was like the final week and it was like the two top teams playing or teams playing for the spots. So I think it, I, I don't know. I still probably on the side of I 
don't like people playing so much because you sort of like the head-to-head loses interest when it's like 52 wins to 46 rather than, you know, last time they played, they beat them. It's like, oh, you know, it has a bit more merit in league play. But I kind of wanted to just quickly touch on that, the Champions League idea and move it into esports in terms of, we could have, why don't we have like, you know, the, you know, the Counter-Strike has the ESL Pro League where you could qualify and then everyone flies over for a month to a certain spot and you basically have like a league. Obviously, it's a shorter time period, but you basically have like a pro league. Like you get, like I know there's like an OCE team goes over an APAC team and stuff and you got the NA teams and having a little like mini pro league, I guess, mm-hmm, internet, that's mm-hmm. kind of like a Champions League format. I could see that happening rather than people playing on ping from everywhere like it, it'd still be sort of like a land but it's just everyone coming to the same country or region or state or whatever and playing so a bit playing of a more into, so playing more into the third party tournament organizer as opposed to everything is rlcs because that's one of the other things i've heard the pros talk about is they like these off-season tournaments and they like participating in them because there's no rlcs points uh, uh, accorded to them so sort of continuing that idea into a regular season. Yeah, I guess it's just, just something, I guess, I guess it mixes it up a little bit. And I think mm-hmm, Counter-Strike mm-hmm. for everyone has to be sort of the, the not the pinnacle, but it's kind of like the the case study, the te- that it, I think all the model that most people or most esports would want to follow from at least what I know and what I've seen from those guys. Um, just with the variety of events, how not everything has weight, into it like RLCS does over the whole year and just just kind of like how we had it back in 2019 Rizzo I know you were a big fan of that one all the, the dream hacks we had e-leagues we had WSOEs we had gnarlies like stuff like that just different events keeping it fresh and BTS um yeah BTS yeah. as well so Rest that, was, that, think, was the, that was the year I think one of the biggest things about like the off-season tournaments is that uh like why players like it is I think you know preferably they obviously would have RLCS over the others but uh, mm-hmm. It's nice to have mm-hmm. the third-party tournaments because they can actually like make the choice on if they want to play or not. Whereas RLCS is a constant, like especially what it was last year, it was a constant like nine-month period where you could not really take a break. Like if you took a break, yeah, then a you would screw up, you'd yeah. screw your team up and your org up and your fans and everything. So like you can't really just like not play in an RLCS event because then you actually ruin your entire season. <coughs> Yeah, that's interesting. No, I... Rise, Rise has died. One question. So you mentioned Rise. I think yeah, Rise at the end of the episode you're referring to. He did say that you wanted to talk about league play, bringing league play back, and we immediately ended the episode because we knew that would probably add another two hours onto an already three hour episode at that yeah, point, yeah, if yeah. I recall. <laughs> but is if that's a topic that you guys uh, want to look at again? I mean, there are more angles to it. It's not as simple as I know it's been talked a lot in the past, like oh, you know, league play. Uh, some people think that it's a better thing. Some people don't. And, uh, you know, other people are sick of hearing it. Like, we already tried this. We don't need to do it again. But I, th- I still think it is quite an interesting discussion that we could do in a future episode. What do you, what do you reckon? Is that, so- is that something Rise would uh, himself, as, as Rise's dad, do you think Rise would be uh, interested in arguing <laughs> um, the case? With, with all the knowledge of my son, he is my son, um, yep. I, I, I heard what he was saying at the tail end of that episode, and I know he has things to offer on the subject he's a smart boy smart lad um yeah now as a viewer of rl esports i i did not mind the format as it was this last year i enjoyed it i look forward to it every every couple weeks i didn't mind it 
the one thing I would say is that I guess always seeing just top teams filter up in tournament format, I can see why professionals might say we want something different to shake it up where it's just on average and even those lower teams might have chance to take points off the top teams. Um, but I guess I just heard his side of the professional as a professional and I've heard other people like, you know, our favorite boy T Bates with his hot takes say league format should come back as opposed to these just biweekly tournaments. So yeah, I, I do think that there's something that could be there as long as the format is right. So I, I think that could, I think that could definitely go somewhere. Yeah, sounds like an interesting discussion. I think you've inspired us to do that. So thank you, Rise's dad. Um, yeah, great stuff there. Honestly, I'm dying. I know I love talking about format. CJ mm-hmm. and Riz are turning pale right now thinking about this episode <laughs> that's coming their way, but I love it. I'm going to say love that we it. agree. Do we make a tier list next time? How do we make this into a TikTok? No, no, thanks, Rise's dad. Absolute superstar. And, um, you know, we we really appreciate your support as a uh, as a large man. And... It's nice to uh, look. I feel like you're more of a memer behind the text, but I think you might be the smartest man in the call when we get you in here. So <laughs> you got to be the best of both I, worlds. I uh, I do have a degree in mathematics, and uh, oh. I'm not saying I'm the smartest man, but I'm the smartest man. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. Right, thanks for coming, legend. Thank you. Thanks, hey, thank you so much. Please, thank you, please. boys. I appreciate it. Carry on. Of course. Have a good one. Bye bye. All right. The rise is sad, ladies and gentlemen. No, I, you know, Fantastic. you know, my favorite part about that, my favorite part about that is he said, I don't mind it. And he said it twice. That's what I kept track Just of the entire time. Sure. <laughs> he did say he didn't mind it twice. So he knows, yeah, he he knows, knows what like the format. He's a big fan. <laughs> Swiggy Monkey goes, I have a degree in math and I'm dumb as hell. So there you go, Rises. That doesn't mean anything. Um, that's good. That's a nice little first look. I wasn't expecting as, as deep of a discussion off our first guest. I was expecting yeah, right maybe bat. a couple of couple of insults and what's up with, what's up with him dunking <laughs> no he did he dunked on me right off the bat he called me an yeah, epic shot yeah well that's true though it's not really <laughs> lewis hamilton lewis hamilton can i get that a sure to use, right, code, yeah. use code what what's up <laughs> it looks like next we've got phoenixy who is connecting via playstation no, no so that's, way that, that's gonna be cool phoenixy or are you can you hear us i'll give you one second okay preemptively turned you down because i was not sure what a playstation mic would sound like but you're on normal levels now (laughs) this episode is brought to you by reese's peanut butter cups in breaking news leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate however it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the reese's because when you want something sweet you can't do better than reese's Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
transfer this to my PlayStation. So I was trying to find my AirPods. Oh uh, yeah, AirPods are a great idea. Yeah, as long as you're not coming to us, like I know some people like accidentally have their controller microphone turned on. That always sounds fantastic. <laughs> why is there even a microphone on a controller? Is there even why like why does why, yes, why they the just thing. here's the analog stick every time? Hello, oh, well. Phoenix, are you here? He's connected to AirPods. Hello? <laughs> he's he's oh, working no. on it. He's okay. working on it. I, I think they're just gone. I don't need yeah, my AirPods. A full mic is fine. Yeah. Yeah, we can we uh, can hear you. Yeah, we got you. All right. Okay. So my question is, um, it's like I I really enjoy watching Rocket League and stuff, but what I've always enjoyed is like extra modes. Watching pros play extra modes specifically, and I don't feel like we've seen a whole lot of that. Um, so my question was like, would you guys ever like host any of those? Because we had like Twitch rivals and stuff where they played like drop shot, um, with like a pro and a content creator, and then I NFL guess we kind of had winner over there. NFL Gridiron Games champion right here. Hey, that's me. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, think... we had also, like, the Porsche thing, but that was sweaty. That was pretty sweaty. Yeah, that was sweaty. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. you know exactly what that was. That was, uh, that was rigged. That's why That's why me and Justin got fourth, because it was rigged. <laughs> but I think one of the biggest <laughs> things about uh, extra mode tournaments is they did it for Twitch Rivals for a while. And Twitch Rivals had, like, some problems with, like, the length of the tournament because sometimes, like, the old ones would go for, like, eight or nine hours and people would be like, man, is this thing ever ending? But besides <laughs> that, they would do extra modes as well. And every time there is, like, an extra modes tournament, usually the feedback is, like, we would like this a lot more if it wasn't extra modes. And I think yeah, it's, you know, just from the players, especially, like, competitive players, they are used to their one thing of rank twos and they like the rank twos or whatever 3v3 whatever it is they like the competitive format and you know that's what they specialize in so they don't like being thrown into like a random format a lot they get of times the wrong people though i don't think you should get pros for the extra modes tournaments you know that's for the content creators yeah, to, yeah. it is well, yeah, also, right? more like more like community stuff right like stuff with people mm. who are like not only professional like 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 you both you cj and rizzo were pros but you guys are very active in the community still and you're you know everybody loves you too like oh like that you know <laughs> like what what extra modes would you see let's steer this away from gassing up cj what what, what extra modes would you yeah. like to see in particular is there anything any favorites of yours i mean rumble's a big one i think because like I mean, imagine like a pro trying to carry like a C two content creator and stuff in a, in Rumble. Like that would that would be pretty funny. I think. I think that would be entertaining. I enjoy that. Maybe like hop into their call and like listen to their comms and stuff. That was like yeah. me and Justin playing in the Porsche tournament without the Rumble. It's like him trying to carry a ship. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, exactly you could also like um, you could have like uh, the chat can change stuff about the game or like about their call. You could like remove them from the call or something for a while. <laughs> That was oh like, uh, not uh, to remove right. from the call, but uh, the old RLCS, and if you haven't seen this, you should look into this. Um, like, they had this thing called Midseason Mayhem, and it lasted for two seasons. Uh, basically, like, there was an old league play format, it was five weeks, and during the third week, it would be mutators and, like, extra modes. And every, I swear, every single pro except for Kronovi and Classics hated it. At least in NA, I don't know about you, but every single yeah, pro hated it, and there's like, this is so pointless. No, it did not count towards points, but okay, it was like was it was like say. a separate mid-season tournament that just had like a prize pool, like a much smaller prize pool, and like it was just like why, like why are we here? Why do we have to play this? Because <laughs> people were so, just like mauled at it. 
I actually, so my input, I did Twitch Rivals a few times now. I did it when there was extra modes. I did it when it was just regular Rocket League. And I liked the regular Rocket League version more, but I don't think it was just because I, you know, wanted to play regular Rocket League. I think that was part of it because I don't actually play a lot of Rocket League. Uh, so, you know, getting to uh, play in a tournament like that is actually a lot of fun. But um, the the issue I had with a lot of the Twitch Rivals in the past um, and the extra mode usage was that one game you would have one or one series would be one game mode, then the next series is a different game mode, then a different one and another one and another yeah. one. You never actually get any time to work on strats or get good at any of the game modes. You just jump from one to the other and you're lost the entire time. But I, I've seen a couple of uh, you know tournaments that are just pure drop shot or, uh, you know like you said, pure one uh, extra mode. I think that is my personal preference I, I i like that content a lot um yeah but yeah the reason we haven't done anything like that or a reason i haven't done anything like that in any of the tournaments i've organized is because there's been more like glaring gaps in the tournament like uh calendar you know mainly 1v1 and recently Riz's you know, doing 2v2 as well with solo queue you know these are entire like huge playlists of game modes that have no tournaments at all pretty much on the calendar so you know, i mean master, master mine's been great players. i've been enjoying that a lot Oh, yeah, I'm glad Solo you enjoyed Q. it. Solicue is going to be back back on Friday as <laughs> what well. What about Solicue? You've been enjoying Solicue as well? We actually have a Solicue qualifier. You have not, not been enjoying Solo it? You've not yet. been enjoying it? I will let you speak. That's what you I said? I have watched it. Okay, well, there's actually, a there's a qualifier tomorrow. tomorrow. i got to catch up. Okay, fair enough. Fair it's good. It's, the, good. it's stacked. Tomorrow, it's stacked. But, I mean, I, I think you're on something. I think that, you know, there is way too much 3v3 in the Rocket League year. And I would, I would definitely not mind seeing just a rumble tournament or a drop shot tournament. I yeah, think I mean, drop shot in particular is my personal favorite. I think that is actually a very unique version of Rocket League that is very cool to watch. Drop shots. Interesting. Have you ever seen like heat pros? Like, like them playing is crazy. Oh, yeah. I would he love to see like a tournament with them. Heat Seeker, I feel like I watched like some really good Heat Seeker players and there was just no goals. So it's impossible to score in these guys. But I don't know if, if something's changed. Maybe they're, uh, you know, using strats that are more aggressive. Uh, yeah, Heat Seeker's a lot of fun. I like it. Um, mm -hmm. Last time I saw two like a high level team play though, it's like nobody's scoring on these guys. They're just saving oh. everything. They read everything easily. Is is that still the case? I don't know. I, I remember watch, I watched some of this video and I, I'm mostly oh, yeah. into drop shot. But I think mm -hmm. that um from like the pro perspective, I, I like I'd love to see more of a we had the mid season mayhem, but I'd like to see more of like an all star weekend for the pros and yeah, kind of just cool. mi you know, some mix up modes and a bit of you know, a bit of crew battles and a bit of whatever. It could there could be extra modes in there as well, but sort of make it a bit bit more pro oriented. I just think the the creator pro ones kind of they can go well or can go poorly depending on one who the creator is uh, they're playing with, <laughs> but also um you know just how the pros sometimes they just don't care and that kind of hurts the the overall quality of the the tournament. So I think if you can cater those sort of like sort of just the f more fun, less competitive extra mode ones to you like your creators, you know, as Führer's in here, you know, guys, guys like that man over there. Uh, so, you know, it, it, just some, just some more creators that are worse at the game that don't really want to, you know, can't really see the competitive side. Maybe like not going to be um, uh, some track mania players and a couple others. But, <laughs> okay. But, that's uh, you know, that, that sort of stuff, the creators, they can make it fun. Uh, and, and then for the pros, maybe like an all-star weekend would be a cool little little fun thing that, you know, as you said, we can maybe get some interaction with the community in terms of voting for maybe who they want playing in certain modes or something between teams. You know, you could vote for the, the worst 1v1 player to show up or, yeah, vote for teams and stuff like that. That could be really cool. A bit more interaction. Just some spice. Just anything. Mm. Anything he says.
Just anything. Please. Give me something. Help him out, We're with you. Well, if you're desperate well, for that, content, yeah. uh, we got Solo Q qualifiers tomorrow and the main event the next day. If you want to, if you want to check that out, and be sure to be sure to check it out. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't mind it. All right, you wouldn't mind it. Thank you for thank, coming thanks on. Thanks, Phoenix C. <laughs> you don't want to watch? Is he muted? What's up? <laughs> oh no, no, I'm I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I mean, oh, well, I, what is what is the format of Solo Q? What is it? It's oh, wait, <laughs> wait, no, I remember what it is now. No, I'm, never mind. It's like right. six mans before people. Yeah, basically. Like four months. It's Well, I mean, honestly, it's just like solo queue. Just imagine you queued up for a twos game, and that's the tournament format. That's basically You just get a random teammate, random opponents. I think I did watch a little bit of it. Oh. Unless okay. you're well, Daniel Abisko, well, you, watch you just more, get we'll see you later. Other. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> Whoa! Wait, wait, what? <laughs> it just dragged him out of the call. <laughs> I didn't even see. I didn't even know what happened. But... He did nothing to deserve this. Phoenix, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, CJ you need, just yeah, well, You've got to learn there. about the solo queue format. You've got to do your research. <laughs> that's true. You just no, got to match those... Ben. But we do have a lot, of, uh, that's do a lot of patrons to get there, so. We do, we do. But thank, thanks, Phoenix, as well for uh, another very unique topic. Who's next? We've got uh, Heisen, Le Premier. Uh, Heisen, if, I, if that's how your name. Hello? Yep, that's right. No. Hey boys, yeah. I've got a question hello, hello. for you before you have a question for us. If I'm not mistaken, you are uh, someone who... C CJ was chatting to all of the patrons earlier before we went live, and he came back up and said uh, that this guy's got a European accent, but he couldn't really put his finger on it, and I think oh, he was talking about I you. See. Yeah, that'll be me, but no, it's not European, it's Brazilian. He's Brazilian, CJ. You're <laughs> off by an entire ocean. Listen, listen. I'll make him. I'll make him feel better about it. I live in Quebec, so I speak French. You know, so maybe there that, you uh, go. There uh, it is. I knew I could yeah. hit some French in there. We oui, we oui, merci merci. There you go. <laughs> there still you not go. Europe though. Just for the record, CJ. Still not still not Europe. Just uh, French Canada. <laughs> Close enough. Uh, sorry to derail that though, Heisen. Uh, you, I believe you had a question or topic for us. Yes, uh, it'll be more directly at, like, you know, directed at you, Johnny, because you talked about it a couple episodes ago, but I'd like to get the opinions of the other boys as well. Uh, you were talking about how you see Rocket League with the potential to become a Tier 1 eSport of sorts. You know, it has that appeal that to you would be enough for it to become a Tier 1 eSport, the likes of League of Legends, Valorant, CSGO, whatever, right? Like, now CS2, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think that's the case. I have a few reasons why, and I'd just like to hear what you have to say about those reasons, right? Yeah. Uh, the first one would be that the game is incredibly niche. There's nothing to come from to Rocket League, whereas with every other big esport, they are part of a bigger genre. So that's one. Second one would be that Rocket League has the biggest skill gap between being a new player and being a pro-level player. Whereas with like you know a shooter, you can see kind of like you know you already have a, uh, an idea of how to play the game just following pro gameplay. In Rocket League, you go from like you know not knowing how to like you know use ball cam to being like Zen triple resetting in RLCS against Rule One. So mm -hmm. that kind of like you know intimidating skill gap can make it really hard for new players to pick it up as an esport. Uh, third point, I think it's an easier one. It's just that there's no violence. Esports generally have violence between players. This one not so much. And I didn't have demos, sure, but you know. It's not the same as dropping 40 bomb and control, you know, it's not the same thing. And the last one would be that Rocket League tries to appeal to a sports crowd without being a real sport. So you have like a game where, you know, people don't really have that sort of like, oh, I grew up rooting for this team, they're from a city. That's why I like them, that's why I support them. But at the same time, it's trying to be a sport. So I feel like these reasons are some of the reasons why, as an esport, Rocket League can be tier one without having a massive, you know, casual player base that will never come. 
if Epic or Psyonix don't put more work into the casual player base. Yeah, that's a very well-structured argument, and thanks for uh, putting it together so thoughtfully for us. The first thing you mentioned, I think, was the you know niche factor of Rocket League, right? How it's yep. a unique game. I think you know I agree. Short term, that doesn't help Rocket League with uh, you know collecting fans from other esports because it's so different. Uh, nobody's going to just check out another shooter, another MOBA, another type of game that's similar to the one they like. But I think long term, it could be an advantage. Actually, I would argue that that's a good thing. If we talk, you know, right now esports is so young. If we fast forward ten or fifteen years. You could be on, I don't know, how many different different versions of, you know, shooters, MOBAs, whereas Rocket League is just in its own lane. Um, and that, you know, could actually in the long term, I think, be a good thing. But, I mean, we'll never really know. There's so many bigger factors that, uh, yeah, probably will influence whether or not Rocket League stays at the top for that long. And we can start to reap the benefits of, you know, people just being familiar with it from birth. I've actually forgotten. What was the second thing you said, though? The I just said that um, the game is way too difficult for new players to pick uh, up. Too difficult. No transferable skills, yeah. I, I don't know if I agree that Rocket League's like the most... Well, I've, I've played uh, quite a lot of games, and I've been pretty trash at all of them when I first started playing. I don't know if I would <laughs> say that I can... Like I, I must, a lot of games I've watched, I'm like, I don't even know what's happening on the screen. When I first watched Competitive League Legends, when I was in bronze, I'm like, yeah, I don't know what just happened. There's just like a flash of abilities, and uh, now one of the teams won. Like, it's so hard to tell. Uh, you know, I felt like I was so far separated from understanding what was going on. Um, compared to Rocket League, when I first started playing, I was absolute bottom of bronze. But if I watch pro play, I know what's going on. I can, I can get it. You know, I, I don't know if I would agree, but As yeah, viewer, uh, that's probably... Yeah, that, that's an uh, an interesting topic. Though, what do you, Reza CJ? Do you have any memories of being oh. bad at Rocket League? Were you just good from the beginning? I I, I don't recall. <laughs> well, no, we're all terrible. But it's it's more that you pick it up and you're like, oh, I can see two goals and see a ball. Like I can show my grandparents, and they're like, okay, this makes sense. Whereas you can show them League of Legends, and they're like, yeah, I think Sorry? I think when I first <laughs> picked up League of Legends, it was more of a learning curve than like. It was more of like I had to think about every single item, ability, champion, like every single situation, towers, you know, every, literally everything, whereas like Rocket League is like, just hit a ball, just hit the ball. And hitting the yeah. ball is the hard part. Like I sucked at that for sure, but I definitely sucked more at League of Legends and I had to think about how to get better. Like there, there's a whole structure even, like, to it. League of Legends isn't even that hard of a game either. It's like, what have you got? Seven abilities, one character. You can lock your camera to the screen. It's not even that difficult, really. Just run down, run down a lane, and you know, try and kill minions of the other guy. Like compared to some other games, like if you talk about difficulty, I mean, StarCraft, StarCraft Two. That's a that is a difficult game. Like I, I remember the first time I played StarCraft, I was bronze. Uh, it's way too stressed to do anything. Uh, never mind, like even think about how to win the game. It was just a totally different experience. And then you watch, you know, pro play. You're like, what is going on? These guys have, you know, all of these different armies and control groups, and so much is happening um, in different places. And I'm playing the game, and I'm uh, my screen's in one place, and nothing's happening. Like, it, it, I really feel like Rocket League was for me more accessible, but I guess it just depends on what games you've played in the past. Because, like I said, shooters are also one of the games that have the advantage of being, you know, understandable. I think that's one of the advantages of uh, of CS:GO mm -hmm. and uh, other shooters like that. Just like Rocket League, even if you're terrible at aiming. You can still understand the concept of aiming, like you know what, what's yeah, going on. Yeah, you can also copy like the you know deployment of you know flashbangs or grenades. How do you position yeah, yeah. your know, crosshair placement, all of that stuff? Yep. Yeah, it's all very um, visually like uh, sensible. I've got the biggest counter to to your. I think it was your final topic or one of your final. Oh, sorry, uh, thoughts was that because it's not violent, but 
like if you if we're looking at main like esports becoming mainstream, these games, Counter Strike, Valorant, whatever, they're never going to be in the Olympics. They're never going to be, you know, broadcasted on public, you know, free to wear television at a nice time because they are violent sort of thing. The the like Rocket League is a perfect sport to be in the Olympics and why it was technically before COVID, it had the online. Mm-hmm. Olympic sort of thing, but yeah, those those shooters will never uh, cross over into the regular sports or or sort of just mainstream, real like true mainstream audience because they are violent. They don't want Counter Strike. They don't want terrorists versus Counter Terrorists um, <laughs> gameplay in the Olympics. So I think that that is actually a massive advantage. For I know that like violence sort of just appeals to video games in terms of like what is the most popular, but um, in terms of yeah, as Johnny said, like short term. Right now, we're seeing the violent games, but I think longer term, when we're trying to integrate, yeah, as you said, I think when esports is fully in the Olympics and stuff, they're going to want E for everyone sports um, that cater to, to the mass public and, and the kids as well. So I think that that's an advantage, actually, that it's not. I see. Violent. The question then become how to keep Rockley alive and relevant until, like, you know, Esports in general can become more. Well, that is mainstream. a great point. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah they were, they were with you there. That's like a great talk. I don't think it's a child. You're man. I can't Lewis lie. I don't Hamilton? think it's a child. You know. Oh wait, I, I forget. Actually, I think you had a third point as well. And again, I should have made uh, some bullet points here. I totally forgot what it's it was. Do you recall? Yeah, I, I talked a lot. It's fine. Uh, I just said that also because it's a sport, but not a real sport. There's no appeal to uh, the okay. region. I mean, like you have like players from your country. That's sh- like, for sure. That's that's something, but. You know, with real sports, if you, like, have a regional team, your city has a team, you root for them from birth, you know, that's different. That's a different type of appeal that probably could have if you have, you know, if you had more integration of decals. You know, if orgs had decals with, you know, regular teams for football or, you know, whatever sport you like, you know, from the region that they come from. If you had decals for a major, say, oh, our team made the major, let's have a decal for that major. Team won worlds. Like Let's yeah, have like a the, decal for yeah. you know celebrating that these players won worlds. You know, but they're not mm-hmm. doing these things. So, I do love those ideas that like um, you know a special decal instead of just a title for making a, a land. That would be really cool. I, I love that idea. That's fantastic. Same thing for world championship. Uh, yeah, that that just seems like a no brainer. The uh, it's interesting to think about the you know tying an esports team to a region. It's been tried quite a few times. I think you know Pittsburgh Knights. Uh, who else tried this? There was. Um, uh, I think Kansas V1 City had Pioneers. an association, Kansas City Pioneers. Quite a lot of teams uh, uh, tried to, you know, have hard ties or you know some affiliation with a place, and it hasn't really worked. The only you know place that seems to be working, the only org that seems to be able to do that to a different level is Carmen Corp. They've got a ridiculous fan base. They're extremely passionate, even if they, uh, you know, they they they're fans of the org, which is what all orgs really want in esports, but most have failed to do. I mean, most orgs they sign a team, team does well, people become fans of those players, and by you know proxy the team. But if the players leave, then the org will retain some fans, but not all. People are more fans of like the team and the yeah. players than the org. And KC seems to be the exception of that because they've just uh, like weaponized france <laughs> french fans. <laughs> it really is quite incredible sure. that they've been able to do that to such a, a large uh degree but yeah I, it's 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 hard i mean one of the disadvantages of that is that when you're tied to a location um you're kind of limiting your potential fan base whereas if you're not if you're just an online entity i mean you're you're kind of limitless in terms of reach uh, you know there are fans of teams like manchester united 
uh, football team from all over the world. But uh, you know, if you want to watch the game, you got to go there uh, in person. But you know, esports has the edge of not needing that in person. You don't have to be in the in the place to watch the game. You can watch it online with everybody else. But I think it's it doesn't feel as real. So there's obviously a loss there. You're you're online. I'm just waiting for you know the Carmine Corp arena. I don't know if you saw actually Carmine Corp had uh, an announcement recently. They'd made they've built an arena. Um, I somebody in Twitch chat might be able to remind me what the capacity is, but yeah, they've built an arena in Paris. So that, now, they, now KC have got a venue, and uh, I'm really excited to see what they do with it because that could be the, the opening the door to exactly what you're suggesting, Heisen, uh, where orgs have place. They have a real tangible you know location. Uh, it also be to. like you know a good and interesting idea for psionics or you know in charge to try and bring to rocket league say you know um iconic stadiums for football or you know iconic decals for teams that are not just i suppose uh nike or adidas or whatever sponsorship they have at that time uh you know you know you know in the future i think they could look at those things but i guess we're getting into is psionics ready to do these things i don't think so but it'll be cool. It'll be really cool to see, like, you know, Camp Nou or the Bernabeu in, in the game. You know, that'll be very nice. True, actually. I wonder, yeah, probably a lot of legal loopholes, or not loopholes, uh, rather legal uh, hoops to jump through if you're yeah. trying to, like, recreate an actual football stadium. But, hey, that would be amazing. Everybody would I be playing that. A, I think there's a few more NFL fan passes before we get Camp Nou in, uh, <laughs> in Rocket League. We have a great Iron champion in this call, you know. We've got to respect him, you know. A couple more Louis, a couple more Lightning McQueens, maybe. Uh, Mr. No, Mr. Eisen, thank you so much for thank your you points. Much. Thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you. And Thanks, uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Can I just say? Yeah. Like, yeah, as he's so going, let's, let's go. We'll dig into him. What, what is it? No, no, no. Not for oh, Okay. <laughs> Let's get it, boys. No, like, so far, I was expecting, so far, these are, you know, I don't know what audience, you don't really know <laughs> what audience you're, you're catering <laughs> to, but we are getting the most in-depth. We have the, the upper 0.1 percentile or the 99th percentile of human beings in here that are just absolute 500 <laughs> IQ The 0.1 brain. percentile. Uh, don't, don't, don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Like, uh, okay. Um, this has been a very intellectual discussion. Our so producer, far. Fernando, just written at CJCJ, just you wait. So I'm kind of worried about what oh, that could no. mean. Um, <laughs> shall we bring in Void? Void is next. Shall we bring him in? Yeah, I'm ready for Void. Void, Void how oh. you doing? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo. what's up? You got a question? Wait, I need Concern to the stream. Okay, no problem. Okay, Good first call. thing I need to say, now that I'm in stream and not on chat, chat okay. is stinky. Okay. Chat stinks. That's true. They, can't, yeah. they, they, they can do nothing about that. You're just owning them right now. <laughs> and I am simply above them right now, so I have all the right to insult them. Okay. Get ready. Did you have, did you have a then question? My... <laughs> I did have a question okay. after okay. that. Okay, good, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Just want to make sure. Chat, put chat in their place, and let's get to the question. What is it? Yeah, yep. Right order there. I, I'm asking this for um, catchphrase, because he wasn't able to get on today. But if Rocket League is an E for everyone game with Lightning McQueen, how are demos allowed on that car? We we brought this up. That's <laughs> yes, very we true. need to finish this insurance. Yes, this is a real problem. We talked we about We need this. a proper answer for that. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That that's a big question mark. Maybe that's going to raise the age rating. What would it what would it have to go to? I don't know what that constitutes. 
<laughs> is that a PG thirteen? I mean, t- teen. Right? Is he teen a for human teen, though? Like, it, it, you know, this is going to be the discussion with further AI robots, things like that. At what point do we consider this person, you know, having, uh, you know, having a, having the values of a human being? Like, is it is it murder when when you demo Light McQueen, or uh, is it just like you know blowing up your fridge? That can happen to talk, you know, like, like what, what is it? Are they humans or are they just? I don't think Lightning McQueen's a human. I don't, I don't think Lightning McQueen's a human. That's, I mean, can you get a felony for? Can you get a felony for demoing Lightning McQueen? I don't think so. I think Lightning McQueen is a sentient car in a different universe, if I'm understanding it correctly. So that would mean that there's, you know, it's it it would have to be impossible. But in in Rocket League, in our universe, are we all good? We kill an alien comes down and I just, you know, offload. I would say uh, that sounds a bit risky, to be honest, because you don't really know what you're getting into if if you're killing an alien. I mean, it depends. If it's a life or death situation, it's got to be you're the alien. I mean, that's a no-brainer. But I mean, why are you killing an alien? Is what I would ask. What do they do to you? Okay, if you're scared, that's a different story. He's in my house. Okay, he's in your house. Okay, that that that's totally different. I thought you were just like randomly stumbling on an alien. And you decided to end him, but you know. No, I think you're good. A cup of tea. Welcome him in. Yeah, maybe we've gone away from Yeah, no. So for Lightning McQueen, I think you're fine. I don't think you should feel bad about demoing Lightning McQueen. In fact, I would encourage it. I think it's a good thing to do. Um, just demo Lightning McQueen. Demo all cars. I love demos. Demos are great. Great strategy. So we should encourage car murder. Yeah. So I wouldn't it, even so call it, it murder, murder. So you do think it's murder? I, well, sounds bad if it's murder. Boy, I think all demos are murder. All demos. Whoa, whoa. I okay, think wait. it's murder, and I'm for murder when it comes to Rocket League. <laughs> okay. So in, in the Rocket League universe, murder's not punishable. Um, well, it's not crime. It's actively encouraged. Because yeah, it's, everybody, it's, it's res- everybody respawns, so you're fine. I mean, you just respawn. It's all good. Wait, yeah, it's like, it's actually, uh, that's actually a great point to the whole topic. If you just respawn, then did you really ever get murdered? Did you really ever die? If reincarnation exists, then yeah, that's it's like the reincarnation. Same thing, mm. Mm, that's a good point. Was respawn mm. in You're real dead. life? Would murder be a felony? You'll see, like, the whole, I don't know, juries still out on reincarnation. So for now, murder's definitely illegal in real life, I'm pretty sure, in most places. Reincarnation. <laughs> oh, man, I, I, that's what I came to chalk to ask. <laughs> I think there's actually Talk a couple of advice. there's some well if you I mean if you are going to commit a murder and I don't suggest you do we never would on the chalkcast there are actually some uh, territories in the world that are contested that means that two countries are both claiming the territory as their own but there's other territories in the world if I remember correctly that nobody claims because in order to claim it you'd have to concede other territories that are much bigger or more valuable so there's actually some areas of the world that nobody claims are kind of like your what you call a no man's land they have no laws so in you know technically if you're within the boundaries of these no man's land unclaimed areas, murder is perfectly fine. Everything's perfectly in-game, fine. They're lawless right? areas. No, this in-game. is in the real no, world. In-game. In the real world. You're saying in-game. In-game in the, in the real world, yeah. The, the real world in-game. <laughs> yeah, this is better than r slash. But, uh, you know, everybody lives, everybody lives in a claimed area. The, so <laughs> murder is absolutely illegal. Um, yeah, there, there are some unclaimed areas in the world where there are no laws. Interestingly enough, I think one of them is between Egypt and Sudan. I've just gone to Google Maps and I think I can see it. So yeah, nobody wants there. They don't want it. So it's like it's like you're playing RuneScape and you just go to the wild, like anything goes. The wilderness. Yeah. Wow. It's like PvP on. 
to okay, summon Robbie Cowan. Uh, I think light, uh, demoing Lightning McQueen is still E for everyone. That's that's my take. Yeah, I think it's fine. I don't think that uh, I don't mm. think that that uh, you know caused anyone to panic at Psionics or Epic. They're like, yep. what have we done? <laughs> Not Sally though. Okay, yeah, that's a great species. influence on the on the children. Yeah, I think it's fine. <laughs> Do you have any other questions? I do have a juicier question. <laughs> oh, you got a juicier question? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Yes. If one of the chalked cast hosts had to be kicked, who would it be? <laughs> <laughs> well, we are a democracy, All so right. we could we vote right, right now. Yeah, I'll just leave now. That's okay. <laughs> All right. So, if we lose Rizzo, we don't... Fair, I guess he doesn't speak too much on here anyways. If we lose Rizzo, we don't really lose anything to do with the actual live production of the show but Except we do the lose the person stream. that hits the start streaming button yeah. so it's it's honestly he is he is the the man he's the production so he started um, all this he made it that's true yeah Fair. Give, give him his flowers <laughs> before we, i guess before i didn't think about him. that question too what? much there's a pretty easy answer we'd kick rise actually because he's yeah that's true but, he also yeah. just but it's not official today. he didn't show up today and that's well. That means he doesn't crazy. deserve the co-host. He's dead time, he doesn't deserve the spot in. exactly. So he's yeah, right, dad was here. <laughs> we had his dad. But yeah, there having his dad come on is a point. Mm -hmm. That's facts. Right, Avoid. Do you have any 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 final a, or, a, yeah. any final question for the panel? That's uh, a, you can't. No, not you, really. You don't have to have one. That's fine. That's, that's absolutely fine. fine. Thanks Thank for coming on. on. Thank Thanks you for so challenging us with some tough questions, some real soul Thank searches. Thank you for letting me insult chat. No problem. Absolutely. Anytime. <laughs> they are in that. Just remember that. They are in that. Agreed. Right. Bye, Void. Right, Bye. Bye. There I feel like go. I learned something Just today. Decide. I did. What? I'm the least valuable member of this cast. <laughs> <laughs> You self-appointed it. You left. That's true. <laughs> I, look, I knew the I didn't have to self-appoint it. I knew the answer. Okay. Someone has to upload to Spotify a week late, you know? Yeah, so, you guys someone has see, to do that. It's going to be me. You guys should see what Rizzo does behind the scenes. You really don't appreciate him enough. Uh, I'm telling yeah. you. It's true. Uh, he does everything. Okay, wait, wait. We've got... Uh, it looks like we've got Uno Reverse Card next. He's just in the green room by oh, himself. Oh, his name is literally... Okay, his name is Uno Reverse Card. Welcome, Uno Reverse Card. How you doing? Hello. I'm good, thank you. And you? I'm doing fantastic. Do you have a Do you have a question for the panel ahead? Yeah, I do. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't really prepare, but I've got something in mind. Fair it's kind of for the whole panel. Um, a bit specific to the ones, but not really. I'm really uh, asking about your opinion on like how Sam is gonna come out this season. <laughs> so obviously, we've seen the like the Furia move. I've seen that uh, Nip have got some new team. And then obviously Diaz is coming out in ones. I kind of want to know your guys' opinion on what Sam's going to do this season coming up and if they're going to pop off. Let's talk, yeah, let's talk about Diaz for a second. What a player, by the way. Rizzo? Diaz. What's up? Just Diaz. Um, what were your thoughts on? Just talking about Diaz. Yeah, what a player, man. He just came out of nowhere, right, Johnny? Yeah. Uh, where, what, what has he got up to since he came out of nowhere, Rizzo? <laughs> Well, I know. Look, I saw him play. I saw him playing in Salt Mine. I'm opening Liquid Peter right now. But when I looked before, I, <laughs> before I fully open it, I did see he was three 0 So I know he beat some great players there. He was so after, what, they won, yeah. what did he end up 
Yes. He ended he ended up first seed four and one. He went game four five four times, lost game five OT to AJ. That was his only loss. Uh and yeah, he's 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 incredible. Uh he's playing Salt Mine North America with like ninety ping That's against the best players in NA. And he looks like a real contender to win stage two. So yeah, Diaz, fifteen year old coming out of Brazil. Can't wait to see what's next for that kid. He looks like of he's got a play style that's 15. really gonna yeah, he's 15. He's, he's, he's just, just a new hot prospect. I think his play style is really going to translate well to threes as well. Uh, Uno Reverse, I'm not sure if you'd agree, but I think he's got the got the mechs. He's got the speed, got the confidence. Yeah, I mean, I mean, watching him play ones, it kind of reminds me of when Yan came up in ones as well. I mean, the guy's the guy's super confident. He seems like he's got a lot of mechs about him, but it's it's mainly the confidence. I mean, coming out in like first stream, uh, first big stream, and just popping off against first killer, and I don't know. He seems like he's really confident coming out proper South American. Like I don't know, he really reminds me of when Yan came up, uh, when Lost came up as well in KV1. They just they were all really, uh, really fast, really confident, really aggressive, and I think he's going to do really well. Yeah, I, agree. I think in terms of the you know, for my own opinion in the South American region, it's hard for me to to look through rose tinted glasses because they they just when I look at that region they just all look so beatable so it's it's probably hard for me to have like a you know a neutral perspective um on that region so I'm probably the wrong person to ask you know if you're looking for for like the good side of you know the South American up and comers I I would uh, I'd say I'm the right person to ask I think he, he reminds me yeah in the confidence it's really weird actually how Sam players there's so many of them at the top that are yeah, they just have that kind of disrespectful mechanical style. They're just like, I'm going to flip reset on you, and I don't care if uh, this is risky. I'm doing it anyway. It's uh, I feel like it's kind of similar to in uh, football, where all of the South American players are like all these like you know very uh, skillful, uh, you know, uh, uh, technical players that are you know famous for their uh, their flash and their flair. And then you've got, uh, you know, Europeans are a little bit more boring, but uh, they are very good at winning. So, it, yeah, it, it seems like it's following the same suit in Rocket League. All the South American best players are just, like, so fun to watch, so mechanical. Who I have to ask about in a reverse card. You said that NIP's got a new roster. Is, is something confirmed there or, like, uh, rumored? Um, I, I, I don't know if it's confirmed or not. I know they're playing in, like, LATAM with it, right? But they've got um, Swift now replacing uh, BEMS. Oh, so, I mean, he's meant to be really good. Uh, I he watched a good. bit of them. They didn't seem like they were that good, but then again, they are playing against the new Fury and everyone's getting slapped by them at the moment. So uh, I don't know if that says anything. Um, but I, I was just like, I just wanted to know if you guys think that uh, Fury are going to do what they did again la um, the season before last, you know, when they came top four, if they're going to have any success like that with their new roster with Drafinha. Um, yeah, it's, it's mainly about that. I, I hope they do. I'm a, obviously a big fan, but if I was wondering if you guys think they will as well. So that's Drafinho, Jan, and Lost. I mean, Drafinho oh, is the my best boy player. Going? Just yeah, they got, they got rid of card, by the way. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen him on any teams. I mean, I, I personally don't think it was the right decision. I thought, uh, I thought Lost probably should have gone and card should have stayed in, but I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll prove, prove me wrong and and do something big. I've it's just noticed one. I've the cards Twitter. He's gone full default everything, unfollowed everyone on Twitter, no picture. Wait, no, is that card, card X? No. Because he's got two Twitters. He, uh... He's got one that's just his name, hasn't he? So, like yeah, I think, his, I think his original Twitter, what, card RL or something, got hacked. Yeah. And oh, he made it, he made it yeah. for. 
You made a Twitter called oh, Card was, X. Card Card oh, EX. So yeah, he's Card EX now on Twitter. He lost his old Card Twitter. Oh, and he follows me. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Okay, he's okay. He's all good. I thought he might have, you know, got kicked and just disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah, but... just retired. But he's he hasn't retired. I haven't seen a retired. Uh... Still no profile picture. Still just the default. I want to see him I, back. I think... He's a good one. I think in answer to the Fury thing, I think, yeah, yeah, they've got a really good chance of doing that. Because Rafinha is ridiculous. He's so good. I mean, he was the best player in South America last season. Uh, Jan, yeah. I think, still one of the best players in the world and lost his ridiculous potential. So I could see them doing very big things next season. Um, and yes, yeah, Swift, uh, Diaz, these are some new hot prospects coming out of uh, Brazil that I'm very excited about. So yeah, the, the, the best teams and the next gen are both looking very good uh, for, yeah. for South America and Brazil in particular. And uh, what do we think about what's going on with complexity as well? I mean, there hasn't been any like official stuff, but it looks like they've maybe messed up by getting rid of AJG, and it's all like it all looks like it's going wrong for them at the moment. They tried to pick up that uh, that young that young guy. I can't remember his name, and that didn't go very well. Then they tried out with oh, Mist, they, and that they, also yeah. didn't go pretty well. Was it Taizai? They, they played they played yeah, with Taizai. Taizai. Yeah. yeah, Taizai is a Chilean player. Is he based in North America though? Yeah, I think, I think he he's is. doing uni there or something. Yeah, so uh, yeah, he's a, uh, yeah, he's a, uh, uh, yeah, if he's in university, he's uh, must be a little bit older. Apparently, nineteen. Yeah, so yeah, he's uh, he's decent, but I don't know what their plans are. I don't know if they've announced anything, but um, I I would assume they're still looking. Yeah, the mist when they played the mist, they didn't do all that well. But didn't they only lose to the uh, the rumored new G two? Um, yeah, I think they did, but I, I also think they got slapped. I, I don't remember 100%, but I'm pretty sure they got slapped. So um, for for me, they look like they're in a pretty rough spot because I don't really know how many people they've got left to try out. I think um, I think Furia look like they're, they're probably in a really good spot and they'll probably do a lot more, like, yeah, a lot more success this season than they did last season, like being back in Sam. Um, but I, I, don't know about, I don't know about complexity. They look like they're a bit in the mud. The thing is, though, like, you know, things are happening now, but we're still at least two months away from the start of the season. So, you know, yeah, you don't want to be peaking in November. Um, but, yeah, from what I saw, in the, just, I was just looking at the results. I didn't actually watch the LATAM stuff, but Furia looked to be doing stuff pretty comfortably. Like, they're dropping one game, if that, to yeah. most teams. So, mm, we'll see if they can continue that for the next couple of months until the season starts, whenever the season yeah. starts. I mean, I've got no idea, but... They they certainly do look like they're popping off over there. But uh, Doritos rumored to join, uh, apparently. Oh that's, yeah, I mean I think that makes sense. CRR Dorito had a lot of success in multiple teams, so that'd be I cool feel like to see them back I together. feel like it's the opposite. Do you know, I feel like they've tried that like five times on you're separate rosters, and now it's just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now it's just like it's just lost. I, I, feel know, like I, I think I think I rate him. I think it, I think Dorito. He's had like uh, his moments last season where he was world class, and then other moments where he was uh, just terrible. But um, I don't think the problems were, you know, mechanical or individual. I think it was more to do with the the, the team environment. Like at the end of the season, uh, G one were awful, but um, I mean, Oli just uh, looked really good actually in the off season tournament, flip and spin with um, uh, with Moist, and uh, he was part of that G one roster as well, looking very lost on the pitch so i don't know I, I don't really think we should judge any of atomic dorito and all these performances on that failed g1 roster yeah, i think individually they can all do very well 
Um, yeah, that's not forget as well. Game is eight, 2022. Sierra Dorito <laughs> 2's combination was unbelievable. So they, I mean, they've yeah. got the chemistry. They've always been really good in twos, though. I feel like I feel like his threes is just a bit off, and maybe that was, maybe what that was just because of the team he was in at the time. I've only ever seen that on land, so I don't really know. But you seem to you seem to be a South American Rocket League fan in a reverse card. Yeah, yeah, I'm no, I'm a I'm a I'm a huge fan of the Sam guys, but I feel Why like. Is that? Um. I don't know. I feel like they they play a really interesting style. They're super aggressive. They're they're really fun to watch. You know, it's either going to go completely wrong or really right. So it, it's always kind of like heart in the mouth situation. And also, I'm a really big fan of theirs because when like I went to London and when I met them, they were really nice. They were trying to speak to me in English, which was better than what I could have expected from them. <laughs> um, and you know, they, I don't know. They just seem really nice. They seem really appreciative of the support, which you don't get from everyone. And uh, and now I'm like full rooting for them. And uh, like I had uh, all my boys come to Worlds and get like nip shirts as well to support them boys because Furia wasn't there. So gotta oh, be uh, awesome. gotta be representing them. Gotta be representing them. Sick. Good to hear it. That's not, that's such a feel good thing, you know. They're just they're just appreciative of the support. You love to hear that. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. Uh, Uno, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate your questions. No, um, thank you guys. Of course, yeah, we will. Uh, we'll we'll see you soon. Yeah, see you. Thanks Enjoy the rest of the stream. Peace, peace. Question: Will we see him soon? Will Uno come back? He should come back. That guy's. Uh, that guy had Great some time. absolute killer questions. Although I don't understand Sam questions all too much, but. It was a great question, nonetheless. Mm. Uh, these are great, man. great topics. Uh, I'm very impressed by the uh, by the preparation of I'm the. I'm surprised, yeah, actually, Andy no, this, dude. I'm telling you, this is great. <laughs> this has this has turned out to be honestly flawless, and we have three more people left, so it's still there's still potential for it to be ruined. Hopefully, nobody ruins it. Uh, Fernando, who do we got next? We got um. C Rob. We got Rob. C Rob got, here. He is. He's in. We got Big Rob. What's uh, What's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, hey. So, so I, I think my first question is actually uh, kind of calls some some Oceana knowledge into to question. So, C, CJ, if you don't mind fielding this one, uh, why didn't you save Jazzo? <laughs> oh, he was so excited to talk about his region as well. That is the biggest bait of all time. I was ready to just drop some OCE knowledge on. Look, I made a mistake. Honestly, I'm too smart for Mafia, is what I realized. So it's, I'm still, it's, don't say, co it's not copium. Speed is just an idiot. All right. So <laughs> the, the only reason that didn't work is because I was dealing with three IQ people around me. Um, so that's why. There you go. That, that is fair. So the next one. Is kind of to everybody, uh, and it's something that probably won't come up this season. But uh, everybody's talking about first killer being the NA MVP and being a free agent and swapping teams. This has happened twice in Europe's history. The same team lost their MVP twice in a row with Bluey and Alpha. Then it didn't particularly go well. Do you think there's a possibility that first killer's move is not going to go well? Hmm. So yeah, first killer with Chronic and Jack. Um, I personally can't see that failing. <laughs> first killer's looked so good on every team he's ever played on, and this is the best teammates he's ever had by I would say by far. So 
I, I'm, I'm very convinced on paper. And on top of that, I really like the vibe I get from First Killer right now with the, um, like the, they did a stream uh, to announce, I think Dazarin did a stream to announce, or to do, I think, uh, an AMA about the announcement. And yeah, First Killer's vibe and one of the things he said really stuck with me. He just seemed very happy and uh, that's always a good thing. But one of the things he said is that maybe, you know, he's looking forward to maybe uh, seeing what it's like to have somebody cheer for you at a LAN. And I think that oh, is actually no. going to happen. I think Farskiller is going to, uh, you know, get support uh, at Lands because he's finally not on FaZe. You know, FaZe such a controversial org. A lot of people were, you know, booing FaZe, not the FaZe players. They just don't like the org. Too much controversy, too much drama recently, too many, like, uh, you know, scam allegations and all this stuff. People just didn't like, a lot of people didn't like FaZe. Some people love FaZe, for the record, but they're a controversial org and some people would boo them at Lands. Um, and then other people would join in thinking, yeah, why not? I'm just going to boo this org. But yeah, now that he's on Gen G, liked org, teammates are very popular. And uh, I think, you know, first of all, he's done a good job kind of, uh, you know, uh, kind of putting himself out there a little bit more, coming out of his shell. Yeah, I, I think he's right. He's going to have people cheering for him, and that's got to feel pretty good. So personally, I'm convinced. I, I, I think they're going to be very good, very, very yep. competitive, not just regionally, but internationally as well. Jack's a great teammate to have. And, you know, there's another telltale sign as well, Johnny, that First Killer can barely win a 1v1 game anymore, which might mean that he's 3v3. He has been focusing hard on scrims, you know, cut two or three a day. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that could be the other sign. You know, actually, speaking about that, speaking about their 3v3 specifically, is they have denied playing in 3v3 tournaments because they believe so hard in the honeymoon period. Did you guys hear that? No, is they, that why? They're saving, they're saving it. They're saving their honeymoon period for what I was, would assume That's is when insane. RLCS starts. I love it. That's wow. a long, long wait. So, I, yeah, I think if anything, since they're saving the honeymoon period, they're going to pop off right off the bat. And maybe they, they teeter a little bit, but I don't see that team doing poorly. To, you know, to answer your previous MVP's yeah, question. Too good. too good. And I think, you know, for the first time as well, First killer might not feel like he has to, you know, lead the team. I know for, for for quite a while on his tenure on phase, he was trying to be a leader, trying to lead the team, uh, trying to improve in that role. Now, I don't think he'll feel the pressure to do that. He can just relax because you've got a, another experienced player in the team with you and, and apparently Jack. And, uh, you know, Chronix had a full successful season under his belt as well. So, uh, you know, joining, coming in as a, the new player on a team, I think it's going to be a really good thing for first killer. He's not, you know part of a two-thirds who's getting a new player and now they you know, showing, teaching the new guy the ropes. You know, he's coming in and learning their, their system and bringing his own stuff as well. Uh, I, I think it's going to be going to be great. But yeah, Zero, what, are you doubting uh, First Killer uh, on Gen G? So, no, I'm, I'm not really doubting him. It's more of just kind of one of those, uh, if I had a nickel for every time that this went poorly, I'd have two nickels, which is kind of odd. <laughs> that type that's situations. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm not saying it's a lot, but Wait like it's strange that it happened twice. Um, yeah, that's fair. I can see that. But uh, that. so so my next question is: It's rumored right now that NAS is going to be coming and joining Maybe, which NAS is kind of uh, a bubble player from EU. It mm -hmm. seems odd that you know. From what I'm seeing, Frosty's joining NRG, Wavy's looking good, Nolly's still floating out there. Why do you think a team like maybe is coming to North America and bringing kind of a 
a bubble player instead of teams in North America picking up North America's own bubble players. First of all, I love that you're calling them Matey. They they were asking for it. Don't know what they were thinking. Calling themselves were. Matey. I was gonna ask. Uh, is that yeah, actually their name? It can't. No, it, it, they, it's not right. They want to be called I'm not M positive. No, it's Matey <laughs> for sure. I definitely. I call them Matey. I do actively call them Matey because it's just it sounds funny and it's a cooler version of the name, in my opinion. But uh, that aside, okay, Nas to uh, Matey, Rizzo and CJ thoughts. I like <clears throat> EU. Just EU bubble players are just better. I'll just say it. The, the NA bubble is. It's uh, you know, it's got a little bit of. You yeah, it's got a. Look, yep. Mm, say it. Uh, yeah. It's yep. not. It's not quite hitting the spot. Um, you stole the words right out of my mouth. Keep going. But um, EU EU bubble is God. There's some players over there. I remember just even just you know, demons. I'm I'm going back to back in the day, but you know I don't want to yeah. say that I discovered Queso, but they weren't really much of a team when we went over. We screamed them joy, always hitting triple flip races. I'm like, who is this kid? And now look at them. Like there's there's a lot of hidden gems in EU. I don't know if it's because of the different communities and stuff, but um, obviously NA have good talent. But is is EU safer? Rizzo? Is it a safer pick to get an EU bubble player? Uh, it's a big I think, move. Yeah, it, it is definitely a big move. I think you know obviously if the player wants to head over, I think it's pretty uh it's just a better move in general because you could have a player who has been around for a while but i think taking a risk on an eu bubble player in general is probably just a better move um just because you kind of know what you're getting if you're uh, going for an na player that has been around for a while um but eu bubble at least at least they could surprise you you know and they have that they have that advantage they have the uh i feel like eu as well they have um more of a work ethic like once people get once people in na like the bubble players and stuff if once they get like a contract or they're on like that even like a mid-tier team like you know top 12 whatever just in that top 12 area that's when they're like all right we're good we're good mm -hmm. i'm chilling now it's no big deal we're just gonna sit back chill 30 hours a week or 30 hours two weeks you know it's just <laughs> no big deal at that point so yeah i think i i like the, i like the move of going for an eu player for sure yeah, I, I rate it. I think it's got a lot of potential. I think Nas is an interesting one. He's a, he's an underperformer in 3v3 compared to his skill because he's actually an exceptionally good Rock League player. He's very, very good at 1v1, very good at 2v2, and so far has not had any like uh, good results to speak of in threes. So, um, you know, sometimes it just, a player like that just needs the right team. Um, and, you know, if that uh, rumor is true and uh, Nas does go to Matey, then hopefully that is the right team for him. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's, he is an underperformer up until this point. He's not like a, you know, a bubble player uh, in EU who has consistently proven himself in threes. He's, uh, you know, a player who's consistently proven himself in ones and twos. Uh, I think I, I would assume that's what uh, Matey are gambling on. If, the, if they are looking at him, they're thinking, well, this guy's got so much talent. He's really good at ones and twos. Surely we could teach him how to play 3v3 uh, in, in NA. But, you yeah, know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. That's, uh, it's a gamble, but for a team in, in Matey's position, maybe, maybe they feel like they need to gamble to, to get to where they want to be. Yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense. I, I agree of, you know, hey, I want to be winning majors. I want to be making a, a run at a world championship. All right, I'm looking around the field, and I'm not seeing people who can elevate my team to that. Let's look somewhere else. So I think that makes sense. But, I mean, you still got guys like like Noli floating out there who, yeah, Noli, the best no, of Noli my being, knowledge. Yeah. 
Nolly not having he? a team is Come crazy because he, he just beat Vitality yeah. online. <laughs> he just beat Vitality online with Rise and, and Carry. I was like, Carry. Yeah, he, he played, was, he was he played really, really well. They were great. They looked like a perfect fit for that team. And he's worked so well on so many different teams over the past couple of years. It's almost a, a given that whatever, you could just plug Nolly into any team. He was a KC stand in for a flip and spin for anybody wondering. It wasn't a tryout. He was a stand in uh, for that event. But. Yeah, he put up a really good performance. I think a lot of teams will be looking at him after that uh, performance if they weren't already looking at him before then. Yeah, what is Definitely NA doing? Biggest, yeah, biggest, biggest, is he the biggest like unsecured, well, at least rumored unsecured player right now? Knapsack. Oh, Knapsack also? Probably, yeah. Probably yeah, those true. two. And, and then yeah. I have one last question, which is, from kind of the leaks that we've we've seen with Rocket League, Fortnite, you know, all of the items are ported over if your inventory is going to transfer Louis. over. Uh, do, do you think that with the creative mode and all that stuff, I guess you can use the assets in Fortnite. Somebody's just going to make their own Rocket League in Fortnite? <laughs> I don't... Uh, yes, I think 100%. There's going to be Rocket League <laughs> versions and variants in Fortnite. I don't know if it'll be as good or work the same maybe it's better hey who knows epic games hey. come on you know they can cook you know they know what they're doing over there so maybe they make a better version of it uh on fortnite that'd be sick but 100 i think they will like different versions and variants hmm. scary but he saw scary ho hopefully uh that also means that unreal 5 rocket league isn't too far behind since i would assume that's a pretty large part of the task is never, never assume, like 50, <laughs> never assume. Never assume. Assume is not the best this word. Guy, I would say hope. <laughs> this guy still thinks UE5 is coming. That's funny. Oh, man. No. Uh, we hope I, as well, bro. I we hope, hope so too. We hope as well. Uh, Big Rob, Please. thank you so much for joining. Thank you for the questions. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate thank it. Thank you, Rob. Yeah, have a good one. Thank you. What an absolute! Look at this. What an absolute what bang. Honestly, I didn't even think about like the Fortnite, uh, or sorry, the Rocket League and Fortnite thing. And <laughs> now I feel like there's gonna be a hundred different versions of it that I have to try. I have to give them all again. Lethemir yeah, could yeah. be the new Psionics. You know, he might just make the best version of Rocket League in Fortnite. We're back, <laughs> and we'd be so back. Uh, oh, we're gonna we're gonna need to see so many YouTube videos about rocket league in fortnite <laughs> and i know it's the craziest version it's such a good title as well it's gonna get clicks trackmania rizzo could be one for you we've got um robo null though next rizzo robo null coming in robo null welcome robo null robo null hey, robo null his name also yeah, says what's... scott why don't you just call him scott <laughs> so, come on scotty big scott oh my god this, How you is, doing? this is surreal Hearing y'all like in this call this is unbelievable. Such a big fan of you boys. Sorry to glaze. Yeah, no, it's Appreciate all good. It. I do the same when I'm around. Oh, <laughs> please keep going. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys. This is unbelievable. Um, but yeah, boys, I just so um, I, I I'm in college, but I'm not a CRL player. I'm a solid C team man myself. So proud C team. And uh, so I've I'm a captain of it, and I I've had time struggling benching players or making roster decisions. I'm wondering if you guys in your careers had were in that position where you had to make a decision, how you guys kind of went through with it. Rizzo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't like the uh, initial one in the 
situation? Look, obvious, okay, this is obvious. Look, we're talking about Cronova here. Okay, let's just be real. Yeah, listen, talking, I, 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 I was hoping you go earlier. I didn't, you know, my bad. I was not trying to set you up. No, it's not good. I mean, it's a, it's a good question. It genuinely is. Um, yeah, our situation was that we had decided as a group, which I think is actually very important. Um, it was a conversation that, like, was obviously just like oh, I don't know. I'm assuming you're in person, maybe potentially uh, at your college, but like, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it started as DMs, um, and then it eventually was just like we were all in agreement as like three, and we just decided to like move on with the move. It's a little bit more complicated because we had to get like org approval and stuff like that, but. Um, I think for CRL and like on like a more like academy league teams or something like that, like lower division teams, I guess. I think it's important to know that like if the person wants to work through it, I think it's valuable to work through the the process with them and like their gameplay and you know getting help with like coaching and stuff like that. Especially if you have like three teams, you sit at your own C team, so like A, B, and C. Like A and B could potentially <laughs> yeah. help you guys uh, to like get like the you know rotations down and all that stuff. But if that person wants to work through it and actually improve, I think there's a, a, a lot of value to like keep them, keep them around and like. But if they don't, then you know get rid of. Them. <laughs> but like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if somebody doesn't want to work through the issues, then it's not worth keeping them because it just becomes more frustrating for you. But if somebody actively wants to like engage in the conversations and provide feedback, and you guys all want to listen to each other, then I think that's extremely valuable. Um, if that is not a thing, then I think it's probably better to just move on. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, this is kind of out of left field, but uh, it happened to me today. I was at work, and I this girl from my class that I knew. I literally forgot her name, and but she started talking to me first. I know this is really random, but has that ever happened to you guys at like an RLCS event where like you see someone that you should know their name, you just you should know it, and you just forget it. Forty times like, a day oh at lunch. Yeah. Okay, first off, what we're, do you mean? What do you flex, mean at lunch? We're like flexing talking day. to you, but yeah, yeah, you yeah, only brought up that story to say you talk to girls. We know what your game is, but no, hey, we uh, yeah, that happens all the time. I'm terrible with names. This is the probably my biggest weakness. It's awful, uh, but yeah, you get good at just pretending that you know their name and just never say their name. Just say uh, you know other things. <laughs> never, oh, never. So, go your so whole I, life. So nice to see you. I think it's yeah, this is actually not to derail this, but I think a, this, a PSA for everyone at lands. Like I try and do it as much as possible as well. Is you know I'll be you know if someone says hello, I'll still say like hey I'm CJ. You know what I mean? Don't firstly like don't assume that people know who you are, but also you kind of like please don't assume that I also know who you are. You know what I mean? Like can we get a little <laughs> bit of like a you know what I mean? Like it's hard to put a face to the on, especially in the online online world, and you see a lot of faces, so it's. You know, it's important to just still say who you are. But anyway, in terms of yours, firstly, not only is it weird that you had a girl, you know, talking to you, well done, weird flex, but also yeah. the fact that you Top didn't know her name, you've, you've like double flexed on us that it's just so wow. normal for you. Not you normal just, for him. You just blank on this random, not like you oh, haven't been, no, you know, stalking girl. her or, you know, that kind of stuff. You just don't even know who this person is. I mean, come on. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I just had to have no, a Rockley fan base, yeah. but... Yeah, That's the worst part is, yeah. Oh, sorry, but no, you yeah, like, go ahead. Go ahead. So I was doing, I was doing the dodge thing. Like, yeah, yeah, I did battle that test too. And then, like, she said her name, and I just, I folded. I just put my hands on my head. I was so embarrassed. Wait, wait, she wait, said, wait. you could, you told you, you could have played it off. Well, the thing is, is I, I asked her what section of the class she was in, and she's in my section because I thought I had seen her from like an exam because like we take all of our exams with all the sections together. 
right? We have like different class times. We all take them together in like a big lecture hall. And I thought like, I thought I noticed, I recognized her from the exam, but it turns out she's in my exact class. And oh my God, I felt so bad. I worked on the Wait, then, then she How did she know name? that you didn't know her name? Like, how did this come um, up? Did she like, do you like, know who it like, was? Same one. Well, like she could tell that I was kind of, I was a bit awkward because I was at work too. That does kind of make things a little more awkward. <laughs> um, but like, no, but like I made a joke because like, her friend has the same name as hers. So I just said her name and then just added squared to it. Just a comedic genius. And like, she said that joke back to me. And I was like, oh my God, I'm getting my own joke. I used to remember this said back at me. It was just, it was bad. So like, she was just like, yeah, I'm Brittany squared. And then you're just like, yeah. hands on head. You're I, like, oh yes. no. Yeah. Yeah. And she said that. Wait, as what do you mean? Yeah. You actually so, did that? Like, no, you, I was, the, no. I, yeah, no, I, I, no, I physically put my two hands in my, in my head, like on my, on That's my face. Giveaway, like, I real life, I real life. I don't know. You, you kind of trolled the situation. You could have played it off. I oh, think no, you had that. Nice. Yeah. Troll. No, you, troll. Yeah, you had that. Rude. But honestly, it's a learning experience. It is. 100%. You'll yeah, do better. Also, like, I'm sensing some split, like, attention here. Like, you know, if you really want to get off the C team, you can't need to stop talking to girls, bro. Like, what are you doing? Like, you, you can't be talking <laughs> to girls right, if you want to get on the B team or especially the A team. Like, you can't even, like, look at girls if you want to be the A team. Like, <laughs> you, you, you see Rocket League Pro's Twitter? They are so, so thirsty. And there's a reason for that. You can't do both. You can't multitask girls and professional video games. It's simple as that. Yeah, I mean, I, I just had to mix it up. I love Dale's episode with the, uh, I guess, plug for the Patreon. Join five dollars a month minimum, folks. Um, the uh, the uh, am I the asshole video? That that video maybe the funniest video I've ever watched. Like I was crying. We, we need to do more. Yeah, CJ, we need yeah. to do more of those. Like especially that one with the guy that sent the picture to his mom. I, I don't think I've ever laughed so hard during. I was like pure reaction to that. I was like, what do I do? Oh, uh, we need to do more of those. We, we yeah. definitely need to yeah, do more genuinely. of those. Genuinely. I love that Patreon shout-out, by the way. We appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. Actually, that's the first time ever that a Patreon has shouted out the Patreon. It's <laughs> just like, we swear it's good. We swear it's good. Thank you, though. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Listen, of course, of course. I only ask for 5% of new subscribers. It's all good, dude. Send it over in, uh, in Rocket League credits. All good. Have your people talk more? Yeah, we'll send we'll, it we'll, December, we'll, December we'll, 20th. Yeah, we'll trade them. We'll trade them on December 6th. Uh, next, oh, uh, shoot. Month. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, it's unfortunate. No, deal's yeah, already sealed. We appreciate that. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll throw in one more. I also, have you guys seen like the uh, Rainbow Six Siege format of things, how they do worlds and everything? No. No. I had a chance. I, it's pretty, I, to be honest, this is kind of a bad question to ask because I haven't looked at it fully. But from the way I look at it, it's a lot of uh, very much weighted by each region. And it seems a lot more tailored to each region when it comes to their open events and stuff. So I'm kind of just, I'm, I'm honestly hoping for the next season that Rocket League does that more. Not only give Mina more spots, but also just tailor things to regions more because oh, i feel like sense. it's too much a uh, copycat like to each region i i, I think it's kind of yes like, agree you have to yeah it's always tough to uh do a format change where you're like removing regions potentially so like you know if your uh region doesn't perform well then you might get one spot like that's always uh an odd thing to do like i'm saying for like oc or oh is that is that what the question was I, no no I not necessarily but he's saying it's weighted yeah. as in like uh I would assume based on performance, but it's weighted in some way to where uh, a uh, region can get less spots or more spots. Okay, I'm not a fan. Yeah, of, no, not not default fan of that. I thought you meant like uh, you know different regions at different like regional formats, which I'm on board with. 
Oh yeah, it, it's kind of like that. They do um so like for like the NA Pro League, they do like in, they do like all invited. I don't know how that's determined. I don't know if there's controversy um, about that. Oh, but there's also like a last chance qual, but like also for like Mina, like it's all open calls. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh it's fascinating. I mean, yeah. I think that's- Different regions, different formats. I think that would be good because different regions have different like requirements, and uh, you know, uh, it would it, it could be easier. But yeah, I think it's like a it's easier to copy paste the format than it is to come up with a unique one every time and approve it and all that stuff. So it would it would require more work. Yeah, big time. I've uh, I've been missing the season. Not gonna lie, I've been like I've like rewatched the same like squishy muffins video. Them scrimming vitality and convincing myself they're gonna get a major spot. <laughs> I, the copium is not going to die, dude. The copium is not going to die. Aqua is going to be the greatest mechanical player to ever touch the video game. I believe it. Look, I, I love the, oh, I love the Aqua bash. Um, it's, 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 it's a standard take from the you know, CRL C team sort of member. Leave it the region. Dude, that is on top, bro. Just wait. Just wait. I know we lost, I know we lost CRL Worlds last year, but they're coming back, bro. Love that. You're going to be the change oh, that we this. need for CRL. I believe in that, Scott. Thank you, Scotty. All the best with remembering girls' names and, and that C-team debacle. <laughs> Making the B-team as well. Good luck, bro. Yeah. Thank you, boys. Thank you so I much. Good luck with women. Of course, man. <laughs> I think he was saying something. Oh. My bad, Scott. My bad. Didn't get the closing statement. But we have one more patron member uh, to get through here. Scott was an absolute legend. I can't even deny that. Um, unfortunately for him, he did not remember... A girl's name. Yeah, it turned into a bit of dating advice, relationship advice. But um, <laughs> what uh, that I was, understand is she was like, "Hey, I'm Britney Square," and then he goes, "Ah, <laughs> you got me. You got what me. Was even, I didn't know. Wait, wait. What was even the first question? I remember there was a question. Oh yeah, about like a really Rizza went off on a great like you know educational and really I think a very good answer about how to bench someone and how to discuss improving as a team. And he's like, yeah. So anyway, I tried to talk to a girl today. Honestly, he did not care. He was just trying to put me on the spot, and he really wanted to ask the second question. He was just trying to find a way to segue it. I thought, I thought it was a really good answer as well. I was like, well, well done, Rizza. That's really great advice. And then let's talk about girls. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Last one. I love that. Okay, what, we got good. one more. Uh, it is Nolcor. Nolcor. He is one of the in. most active, the most active people in this Discord. I'll say as well. Nolcor, how you doing, gentlemen? How's it going? Whoa! Oh, that, nice yeah, I knew we were all going to do the same thing. What a voice on this man! Wow. Wow, Mike as well. Love the quality, studio quality. Thank you very much. How's it going? Going good, yeah. We're enjoying the so far. Like, have you been watching the episode yourself? We've been having a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was asleep, right? And then I woke up and I was like, oh, trash taste is on. And then, like, within five minutes, I just like got out of bed, had breakfast, jumped on the chat. Right, what state uh, do you is. live in? Tell me, where are you? Uh, I live in uh, I live in WA, so it's a bit early. Oh, that's very early. What is it? 10, 10 a.m. for you? Eleven. Uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, how how you doing? What do you got for us? Absolute legend. Well, I was struggling to get some questions together, so this one's for you, CJ. Why okay. why is the OCE Rocket League scene so bad? Like, why are we not performing well? <laughs> well that's heavy, isn't it? <laughs> Come on, this is the last one of those. Um, look, you know, it's the same thing with every other sport. We just don't have don't have the population. You know, what's our population? Twenty eight million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, look, I looked this up. So I was trying to find some like cobium before I joined. And yep. I was I looked up like the population of North America. It's like 10 times the amount of OCE. Exactly. Are they 10 times better than us? Nope. Did I beat Rizzo nah, on just, just a little yeah. bit. 
<laughs> so you know, it's it's you know we we punch above our weight still, but you know people just consider all the regions to be equal. They're obviously just not equal based on population numbers, culture, ro- like location with ping. Um, obviously, Europe have a pretty big advantage, and they're all pretty together. Um, and America is a bit more spread out, but you know what I mean. We just do it tough. But what do you want from us? We're like, we do you want the Chiefs back? You want a fourth place at Worlds or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like top two would be good. You know, we're gonna take out like Vitality two, or KC, something like that. Do you think twenty four teams is gonna is gonna help us? Oh, I don't think sixty teams could save you. Okay, here it is. <laughs> I, I think. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be more boot camping and stuff that, you know, obviously COVID set us back a long way. Like you, you, we went two years in the dark, basically, from the other regions. So you're naturally going to you're gonna fall back a little bit. But now it's open up. I'd like to see some more, you know, teams moving over. No, not moving over, but, you know, I mean, this offseason would have been the perfect time, but it is maybe too long to move. But, you know, just spending some more time um, in the ecosystem of Europe or well, maybe not. Maybe just Europe, <laughs> and just playing some ranked, and you know, just just getting a bit more. I don't know. We just we lack that five percent. I'd say, which is that consistency and the quality. Um, but our our best is still good enough. We saw it with you know some even last season team power. Um, you know they were just a fantastic series against Liquid. I'm obviously going back. I'm doing some copium back to Rotterdam, but you know, they were almost in the top eight. And then who knows after that, they beat G2, they swept G2. So it's there. It's just not there on a consistent basis, which I think they need more. Yeah. International, just not just going over there for a week and playing some scrims and going home, but just sort of, you know, doing a month over there and really just ingraining themselves in the, in the environment of EU. Yeah. 100%. I I think, like I remember when I was watching Worlds and I was watching like Power and it would be like 3 a.m. and I'm watching them play and I was like, oh yeah, they're, they're doing some good stuff. And then they just whiff like 20 shots in front of Nair. Like they can't score. And then the ball goes into their own half and they start bumping each other. I was like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> yep. This doesn't happen yep. in OCE. Yeah. It, yeah, look, can't relate to it. Never really missed anything in my life or backflipped against Squishy. But um, I think there's a bit of it as like, you know, you you not you go over there when you qualify. It's like this is the biggest week of your life or, you know, two weeks. We have to prove ourselves whether when you're in, you know, this you could say this is COVID. And when you're in Europe or North America, it's kind of like you, you're already playing these other guys every day. You know, you're in there, you're playing ranked. You're always versing the, the best players, whereas – for the OCE guys and APAC guys and whatnot, you're only coming over there and playing them for two weeks, one week, whatever. And you're like, oh, I've got to make like this, you know, this is everything sort of thing. You almost put too much pressure on yourself to perform. And I think you see that with the OCE teams. Um, also because there's only two teams qualifying, like you have the whole region behind you and they're like, come on, you have to do something. Do You know, you're kind of like poking it with a stick. You're poking team power like, do something. And then, you know, they feel that pressure. And then you see them play terribly. But um, maybe next season, no? Maybe. All right. Also, this one is like a, regarding the uh, Lightning McQueen partnership that Epic Games has done. Is it actually Prism, good? Yeah. Like, out of all the partnerships, why? Like, why? Why did they choose Lightning McQueen? Like, they could have done like something anime related, like something that's more mainstream. Why did they go with Lightning McQueen? Well, I feel like Lightning McQueen is like the most. It's a car. Yeah, it's a car. <laughs> yeah, a car. A car would work the best in the situation. I think. You know, initially, uh, or even like before they announced it, like everybody wanted, well, I don't, I don't say everybody, but a lot of people wanted Lightning, Lightning McQueen in the game. They wanted like the cars collab. It's just really unfortunate that it ended up happening after they're moving trading and everybody's pissed at them. 
Um, yeah, yeah. I think the collab itself is like it's perfect for Rocket League. I don't know like what an anime collab would look like, but I definitely know. Wait, if what do they you said, picture? Well, I just I just know if they said Lightning McQueen is coming to Rocket League, I know exactly what to expect. If they say um, Hunter Lewis X, Hamilton, Hunt, Lewis Hamilton, yeah, I don't know what's happening. If they say Hunter X Hunter, I don't know what's happening. Like I, I don't know, but I know exactly what's happening with Lightning McQueen. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I brought up like the the anime stuff because if you look at games like like Valorant, right? It's like mm-hmm. why do the the casual people play? It's because like all the characters look cool. Like, like like in Rocket League, I'm I'm in my like Diamond Three lobbies because I'm absolute trash, right? And I'm driving around and people are forfeiting like every second game, and I just like like I I just can't enjoy playing the game at that level. And then I go play Val, and like all the characters are fun and it's asymmetric and it's colorful and stuff, and I'm just like. What would make like would would extra game modes or like what would make Rocket League actually enjoyable at that level? UE five, it'd just make it look so much better. The environments, the maps, just everything. Like right now, it's just like squares and blocks and eggs. I think we're kind of sick of sick of that. I feel like it just looks a bit more. Oh no, it's still a pretty game to look at in terms of esport. You know, it's got nice saturation when you pump it up, but um, I just think it's lacking that you know, new feel. I don't know if you guys agree with that, but... Yeah, it definitely looks... It, do, it does look outdated compared to the very best graphics that are available in other games, for sure. But yeah, that's what you, all you can get from... Is it Unreal Engine 3, right? It's not even 4. Yeah, it's 3, three if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yeah, so two generations back, so of course you're going to have a big difference there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. I've never, no, I haven't really thought too much about... I've not played Valorant personally, but yeah, the, uh, uh, the anime collab... Are there enough cars in anime that are, you know, recognizable for that? To the be only one I can think of, like off the top of my head, is like the initial D, like late night tofu delivery car. You know that one? I don't know any <laughs> I'm, of them. I'm, but I'm gonna look it up quick. for you, buddy. <laughs> late yeah, night yeah. tofu delivery. I'm on it. It's like type an initial D, and you'll get like a car. It's like oh, it's, it's iconic. Even wait, better. wait, wait, wait. I know which tofu yep. car. Yeah. Oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once yeah, you said yeah, it a yeah, second yeah. second time, I recognized the car. I knew it, and I, the song as well. Yeah. This yeah, that looks like a yeah, that looks like I'd say a hybrid hitbox. <laughs> I, I, I like it. <laughs> that car is pretty sweet. I'm but not, I, I, I will say that there is a lot of like hope regarding UE5 because if they're able to get all the items from Unreal Engine three and all of their textures and like decals or whatever and move it over. Like, what else have they got to do? They just go into like UE5 editor and press a few buttons and we're we're good, right? I well, okay. Quick question on that. Should they? Should they give people access to all their items when uh, if they move to UE5 and it's Rocket League 2? And I, or I, reset uh, it. Should they just reset it and give everybody a clean start? Because actually, uh, you know, having everybody in a level playing field clean start could, I think, almost be better. I think they should just completely yeah, restart and not give... I don't like the idea of everybody having all their items because I'd rather in day one, you know, I play the game if it's, uh, you know, Unreal Engine 5 Rocket League 2 one day and I hop in and everybody's in this octane or whatever the version of the octane would be. And I don't even know if they should make the octane, honestly. I think they, they, it might be smart to just get, make it completely new and everybody's brand new in it. Because then I know for sure if I unlock a hat after my first game, I'm putting on the hat. I'm wearing the hat for the first time. <laughs> I've got that game too. I've yeah. got a hat on and everybody should be like, oh my goodness, check out this guy's hat. Like that would be a, like, it would be fun again. It would be like, that was it would be like going back to day one where you're just chucking on a hat or like, oh my goodness, look at these new wheels I got. If, if, if you put every new, like uh, all the old items from Rocket League right now into a brand new game 
Uh, it's just going to feel like the same game. I don't think that's a good thing. Yeah. When I first um, started playing Rocket League, I wanted the rainbow boost so bad because I think like Kronovi <laughs> might have been using it on stream or something or I saw some really good players use it and I was like, oh, that looks sick. Like, I bet you look go faster in that. And I I like <laughs> just trying to unlock it. So like, and even new toppers and stuff like the sunglasses or just little things. Yeah, bring that back. I'm, I don't care about any, like I, I hit okay to all anytime there's like a new, yeah. you know, yeah. a new season yeah. ends or whatever, like the rewards. I do not look at them. It's just not, Plus, I'm not interested. Yeah, you can, you can still go back and you can get all your items like if you want. You can still see it. they're not going anywhere. They're just like in a different game. If uh, like mm -hmm. I don't know, I, I I think like the the whole items are available thing has to be like uh, I'm speculating that it's to try and get some crossover between like uh, you know Rocket League and Rocket League Racing. Um, but if Rocket League Two came out, I would really hope that they don't. Personally, I hope they don't share. Uh, items and it's just completely brand new everything's new none of the items are the same just totally new game I was, uh, with a better engine i was actually against that initially but like the more you talk about it then i'm just like yeah wait it'd actually be so cool to have <laughs> just a brand this new like, clean slate like i remember how excited i was to <laughs> first off I, I think what got me is you saying they just shouldn't even add the octane because i think it would be really cool to just have a brand new set of cars completely different yeah. just like completely switches things up but i remember how excited i was and how much i wanted so bad to get the merc and when i got it i immediately <laughs> equipped that bad boy and i was just running <laughs> lobbies up it was so yeah. crazy <laughs> Imagine like back. they start off with brand new cars and in, like in a year or two and they they release the octane. It's like oh my goodness, yeah. the octane is back. Like I don't know. I feel like that it could be way more interesting to do that, and it would feel it would just feel newer and fresh and different and uh, exciting. Um, yeah, so yeah it, it, it's remember, also a lot easier. Um, I remember when I first started playing, and I got like a hundred hours on the the octane or whatever, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm hella good, but I want to be a bit different to everyone else. So I like I got the mantis right. The Mantis yeah. has got that like plank hitbox, and I was like, "Boys, Cuxy a pinch, right?" So I just like I just started doing that. That's all I did, and I felt so good. Like <laughs> that's I thought it <laughs> Yeah, just the signature move. That's I I mean, like imagine the new game, the new cars. They've all got I want to say abilities, but they say they've all just got different stats. And like you know, some are stronger, some do better fifties. Obviously, now all we have is hitboxes to determine what's better or what's not, but. Be cool if some like turned, you know, maybe some were like a little bit faster or turned a little bit, you know, just you could just have a bit more variance. You'd have actual goalkeepers like in uh, cars, like a, a massive car with like its its hitbox is like five times as big as everyone else. But it's like the weight of the car, times. it's like it's made of paper, it's made of paper. So, like, the ball hits the car and the car just goes flying across the map. That's what you know. <laughs> It's, it's not a bad idea. Look, I'll take anything uh, at this point. I'll take anything. I'm down. <laughs> Just give me an update. Just give me something. Uh, Noel, thank you, you so Mario. much for joining, man. Amazing. Amazing. Do you want me to close, you want me to close the, uh, the episode? Oh, I'm so glad you said it because I was thinking about it. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, please. Right. please do. Send us home. All right. All right, gentlemen, chat. Uh, thanks for joining us for episode 62 of Chalkcast. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Make sure you join uh, the slash Patreon and the slash Chalk Discord. Um, yeah, that's that. We appreciate Bye -bye. you guys as always. We'll see you next time. I forgot what's my ending button. <laughs>